Why do I do what I do? I get that question a lot. One life has evolved from a motivational clothing brand to a podcast to motivational videos on TikTok and Facebook. Now is a life coaching and consulting business. I want to change lives. And maybe if I impact one person today, I can impact the world tomorrow. You know? Welcome to the One Life Talk Podcast, where we're all about positivity, motivation, and keeping it real. If you want to be inspired, change your perspective on life, change your mindset, and possibly change your whole life around, this is the podcast for you. Without wasting any more of your time, let's get straight into the episode. Yo, what to do with your boy Trey Star back at it again with another podcast episode, man. The One Life Road Talk podcast. This is gonna be episode number 77, I believe. Season three, episode 77, going along with all the previous episodes, man. I'm not gonna start it back at episode one because I don't want to get people confused or anything like that. We're just gonna keep it rolling. Season one was 2020 season two 2021 season three 2022 and we are back hope you guys had a happy happy holiday merry christmas happy new year's man i put out two episodes i put one out on christmas eve i put another one out on new year's eve if you guys have not checked those out go back and check those out on spotify and apple Podcasts for free along with all the other episodes. But today is another special episode, man. We got Chaz Cedarwall back for like the fifth, sixth, I don't even know how many times now. We are back at it again. Again, this time, sadly, not in person, but I'm glad to have him on the podcast anyways. And in case you guys are tuning in live, I got him on Zoom. I got the audio. Even if you can't see him, he is here. Welcome, Chad Cedarwall, back to the podcast of the Why How Can Financial Coaching. What's up, Chad? How you doing, man? I'm already missing the in, in person, man, because it's kind of skipping a little bit. But, you yeah. know, I'm doing well. I'm excited to finish. Oh, no, you cutting out. Oh, what's going on? Oh no. You hear me? Yeah, you're cutting out, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's that's the disadvantages of being online as instead of in person. But I'm doing well. I'm excited to finish this part two. Job is not finished. Let's get back into exactly what we were talking about when we were in person a month ago. I'm excited for it. I'm excited too. We was talking about life, man, like the purpose of life. You stated what you what you believe in your thoughts of what it was and what and what it is your purpose and just the purpose of humanity in general. I stated mine and we was going back and forth off of there. And we also was talking about connecting with other people to help build each other up, help bring us further and closer to our purpose in life. Because mm-hmm. 
we both believe that you shouldn't go through life alone, period. Whether that's chasing a goal, chasing a dream, trying to find your purpose, or just the overall experience. Everything is better with another person or, or another group of people. That's why as a society, we are a actual society. Like the definition of society is a group of people working and living together. Mm -hmm. Which is why I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. The last episode was on episode number 74. I titled it Connect and Conquer because I truly believe once you connect with a group of people, once you connect with the right group of people, there's nothing that you couldn't, that you can't overcome, nothing that you can't conquer. Mm -hmm. Nah, that's it. And um, I remember last time I was trying, I was trying to find it. I couldn't like get it exactly in words, but the purpose in life is found in connecting with other people. You can achieve everything that you want in life, but if there's nobody to share that with, nobody who's coming alongside you that you can experience that, that's, that success and that joy with the purpose of life is very thin. It seems almost meaningless because as people, we need to connect with others. And as you say, you need, you also need to connect with people who are doing their own thing because if not, you're going to be the only one celebrating everybody else is going to be watching you like, Oh, that's great. You're doing this great. You're doing that. We need to connect with other people who are like-minded and that's how you find your purpose and where you find your purpose. Absolutely. Like, how I was doing at this other job, that job that I had before this, man, there was no other like-minded individuals. I mean, everybody was cool. I didn't really have a problem with nobody. It was just the atmosphere and the things that we were doing that you couldn't find purpose doing that, doing that. You, you, I don't know how anybody would enjoy doing that. And really that job was literally just a job. It wasn't somewhere you could boost a career. It wasn't somewhere where you would be looking forward necessarily to a promotion. It was just money. And I know from personal experience and the way that I've been transforming and the way that I feel currently, I cannot do something if it's just about a check because I can get a check any way that I want to get a check. Getting money ain't the issue. The problem occurs when I don't feel like money is enough. Money is not a motivator for me. And I've had multiple discussions with multiple different people who give their opinion, give their input, give their advice to me, especially my mother. And I think I'm getting her to understand that money is just, I, I don't care about money. I need money. I use money as a tool to elevate myself or get my needs and satisfy my everyday life. Because obviously as a society and the way that humanity is just set up in the 21st century, we got bills, we got rent, we got stuff that we want, we got stuff that we need, money sustains that. But for me to actively live my life and not just survive, I need something else to stimulate my mind. There has to be a reason why I'm doing it. There has to be a purpose as to why I'm doing it, which is why I personally put my beliefs and I put my goals inside of the job that I'm doing. Right now, I just got this new job. 
and basically I'm I'm selling phones and products for AT&T, which is cool. I'm perfectly okay with that. A lot of people are not okay with that. A lot of people, I wouldn't even say a lot of people. Some people are telling me not to do it. Why'd you do that? Why'd you quit this job over here? Good money, good benefits, all this other stuff. I'm like, I don't care about that. I, I don't. Because it wasn't something that's going to make me happy. It wasn't something that was, it, it was going to do more harm to me emotionally, spiritually, and mentally than money could provide for me, if that makes sense. But with this, with each new customer, with each, every single person I talk to, I can genuinely and authentically be myself. I don't just want to sell you a phone or sell you a product. I want you to walk away happy and content with the service that I provided you. And if you're not, mm -hmm. then that's something that I need to work on. And I wasn't going to be able to put that into whatever job I was doing before. Yo, what's up, Philip? What's up, uh, Cody in the chat, man? Appreciate y'all tuning in. But I wasn't able to put myself in the job, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You spend too much time at work to not have any value outside of money. There has to be something that you're gaining from work outside of that money, because if, if not, you're not finding your purpose. You're just finding money and, and you're just surviving at that point because the money, the money is what helps you survive. But there has to be a deeper meaning and you have to be connecting in another way at your job because we spend too much money, too much time at our jobs. Right. So like, have, there has to be another meaning. That on average, we spend at least eight hours at a job. Whether that's one job, two jobs, three jobs, whatever it is, eight to like 15 hours a day at a job whatever you're doing whatever you at working double shifts volunteering to come in what what however you working it however you doing it the vast majority of our lives are spent at our job making money providing some types of goods or services for another person so why not enjoy that time who, who says that we can't enjoy it? Then I'm not saying everybody go out and quit their jobs and, and find something that you like, you like more to do because we do need people to do certain things because without certain things in our society, society itself will just collapse. Now, I'm mm -hmm. not saying don't be happy. Find something that will make you happy. Let me rephrase. Nothing uh external can make you happy let me let me just clarify that before somebody goes out and says or does some things that think if you if only if they only get this or they if they only have this in their life or they have this person or this physical thing is going to automatically make them happy it's not happiness joy being content whatever you want to put behind that comes from within yourself you got to be happy with you and then 
you take that happiness and how you feel, how you carry yourself, your perspective on it, and you put that into every single thing that you do, especially and including your job. The job could mm-hmm. be terrible. Hard work, physical labor, uh, uh, mental work. But that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You have to assign the value that you, you find in whatever you do. If mm-hmm. you downplay everything that you're doing, or it's just like being optimistic versus pessimistic. An optimistic person is always going to find the good in the situation. You know, is always going to find the good in what they do. And the pessimistic person is always going to complain and look at the negatives in their life and turn good situations into negative. And it's just, it's your mindset going in. Like, are you assigning the value? Are you assigning joy in what you do? Or are you saying, well, this isn't exactly how I plan my life to be. So I'm not going to enjoy any of it until I'm doing exactly what it is that I want to do. You're never going to be able to do exactly what it is that you want to do. There's always going to be something in life that's going to come in the way and be an obstacle, but you have to assign the value in it. When those obstacles come up, are you going to say, oh, this is another thing in the way? Or are you going to say, this is another way that I can learn and better myself? And what, what, what do I need to learn at this time, at this job that I'm in? And you, you assign the value and you assign the happiness and the joy that you get out of any situation you are in life. That's true. Like you can't walk into a situation, walk into an environment, walk into a a job or a company and automatically expect the worst or automatically expect not to like you or automatically expect for the people to be grouchy and grumpy and not likable. And because guess what? Even if it's not true, that if that's your mindset going into it, that's going to end up being your perspective. That somewhere, shape, or form, that's how you're going to see it, even if that is not exactly the reality. Because the way mm-hmm. that you think, the way that you perceive it, that's the way that you're going to see it. The world can be, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Let me just tell you that right now. But based on your perspective and how you choose to see it, you can see the sunshine and rainbows. And that uh-huh. doesn't necessarily mean that the, all the bad and other ugly, terrible shit doesn't exist, because it does. But you can also see the bright side over here. It's just all based on your perspective. Yeah, based on the perspective and, and what you're clinging to, because there's always, always going to be negatives that happen and things that pile on in life. But are you clinging on to and life, there's just cycles and there's seasons of life. You got to cling on to that, that season that, okay, the sun is finally going to shine. No matter how dark it is where I am right now, I know that my situation is going to turn around if I had the same, if I had the right mentality and I continue to work through it. You just got to hang on to that hope, you know? Yeah, never. That's, that's never a powerful thing hope. is hope. Never lose hope. Even if you're going through some terrible, downright, nasty stuff that you wouldn't wish on anybody else in the world. Just your belief and the hope that you carry that it will some at some point in time, at some day, the dawn will break. 
the sun will rise again, the rain will go away, there will be better days to come as long as you hope, as long as you have that hope inside of you. That will be your driving force. If nothing else, hope can get you to where you need to be. Hope will lead you and guide you through the darkness when nobody else is there to depend on. When your back is against the wall, when you are in your darkest days, as long as you hope and as long as you believe that things will get better and you hold on to that through all the weather, through all the storms, through all the hell, through all the fire, eventually it will happen. You will get through it because pain is temporary. It might last for a moment. It might last for a day. And it might last for years. But as long as you hold on to that, that hope that it will get better, it will get better. Mm-hmm. Hold on to that hope, but also understand that this troubling time is what's molding you. And you have to go through this troubling time in this difficult place in order to fully realize why, or in order to fully realize that you, in order to fully enjoy when you do reach the sun and the rainbows and all that. And you gotta go through them dark times to to fully experience the and sun. Appreciate the, the sunshine and all that you got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, the, if all the good and everything that you want, everything you ever wanted was just handed to you and you didn't go through anything to get it or you didn't put in any time or effort or learn any lesson to get to that part of your life, you wouldn't appreciate it as much as everybody else who went through the mud, went through hell, went through the darkness to get to that particular moment, that particular time in their life. You wouldn't, there wouldn't be any appreciation for that. And I'm just looking back on every single thing, every moment, every life-changing event, everything that got me here. And I'm like, okay, God, I get it. I understand. I had to go through all of that to get here, to be the person that I am, the version of me that I am, so I could do this. So I could be at this job mm-hmm. and connect and have the confidence and have the charisma and have the type of energy that people just gravitate to. Cause you wouldn't, I wouldn't have been this type of person two, three, five years ago. But I had to go through all of that to get to here, to get to this new level that I'm at. So me and Chad can do some business at the other level and finally not only achieve our dreams, but help others achieve theirs as well. Don't underestimate the lessons that you're going through. Don't underestimate the the darkness that you're going through because more times than not, it's something that you're going to need to strengthen yourself. So when the opportunity comes, so when you're ready to go to that next level, there won't be any hesitation. There won't be any more lessons or knowledge that you need to get there. You will already have been through the shit. So you can just take it and go. Take it and rise. Mm-hmm. 
take it and know that it's solidified you as a person and it's made you stronger. And now with that, through that, that hard time, like you've become greater. And so now you can go on to the next level. You made it through the little wilderness of that journey. And okay, now you're ready for the next thing. Then once you get to the next thing, it's going to be the next level of trials and tribulations and tests. And that's just going to make you stronger. And you just keep going through life. You always have to appreciate and assign value to the time that you're in right now because it is valuable and it is necessary. And that end goal that you have, you need to go through the time that you're going in right now in order to reach the big goal. And the road to get to your goals, it might be a little lonely. I'm not going to lie. You might find yourself all by yourself. But just because you don't currently have somebody to back you, you might not have currently somebody to lean on or fall on or ask for advice in a particular area based upon the journey that you're personally going through. That doesn't mean give up. That doesn't mean stop. That doesn't mean contemplate your whole entire life and then not go through with what you have set out to do. That means you're alone. You don't have anybody else. Why would you give up on yourself? Mm -hmm. You have nowhere else to go but forward. You have no one else to lean on but you. And if you give up on you, why would anybody want to help you anyways? If there was somebody there for you. And I'm talking to the people who, who feel like they ain't got nobody. Mm -hmm. don't, don't give up on yourself. Because if you can't count on you, I can't come in and count on you. And you got to go through everything that you're going through, everything you've been through. So eventually you can have people to support you. Because right now, maybe you're not fit. Maybe you're not ready. Just like I was talking to Chad uh, on the last uh, episode that we did. Uh, connect. Connect with people. He had to go through everything in his life to be able to have everything, all the resources, all the tools, all the connections to put together the event that he put together in Jersey. And if he didn't experience certain things in his life or he didn't push himself and he didn't build his brand and his business to what it was at that time, that event may have never taken place. He may have never met those people or connected with anybody that could potentially help him or he could help them in the future. And he did it by himself. He did it by himself. And he had to do it by himself so we can learn the lessons and get to the level where he doesn't have to be by himself no more. Yeah. I, I love the, the times when you, you have to do something on your own because it really shows you, are, are, like, are you really about it? You know, do you, are you really about it enough to move forward by yourself and stay disciplined and stay focused and keep developing that idea or that vision that you have? If you can't do it by yourself, you're not really about it. And if you need people to be with you from step one and day one, I, I doubt your longevity and your stamina and what you're trying to put together. You need to have that alone time where you you know exactly you start to develop okay this is exactly how i want something to happen this is this is what's going to be done and once you have that alone time then the people can come alongside you 
But if you just call a bunch of people together and say, yeah, I didn't really have the ability to work on this on my own. I needed all of you guys to help me. And so now let's brainstorm. Then they're not, they're not going to want to help because there's nothing that you've set up by yourself. Mm. And so they don't know. They're going to say, well, this guy needs help and support system just to come up with, a, with an idea. How, how can they really help you? They're, you're putting too much pressure on them and they, don't have, they won't have enough confidence in you to say, okay, this person, whether or not I help him, he's still going to get it done. That, that's how you need to be. And, I, and that was the mentality I had adopted was no matter who, I was prepared for anybody to drop out. Everybody drop. oh, something came up that day. Oh, I can't help out anymore. And I was like, literally going through everybody who helped me along the way. and was like, I need to be prepared that this person is just not going to be there that night. Unfortunately, I had many people show up and not many people did that. But you have to have that within yourself to say, no matter who is there with me, we're still going to I'm still going to move forward. And when you move like that, that makes you a strong leader. and You're a leader of yourself and people are attracted to strong leadership. And so if you're going to be a strong leader, then other people are going to want to come along and then you can connect with them. And then you realize the power of when other people come together because you can't do it. I mean, you have to have the mentality that you can do it alone, but you have to understand that you can't do it alone. You need to have other people. You see what I'm saying is that balance yeah. of I'm going to move forward. And I know that I need people to come alongside me. But I'm not going to just wait around for people to come alongside me. I'm going to move forward and trust that as I move forward, people are going to come behind me mm -hmm. and spread my, you know, what I'm trying to do. This is how I see it with everything you was just saying. You by yourself as an individual, you have an idea, you have a goal, you have a dream, whatever it is. You have to build a foundation. Once you build the foundation, you build it up. You got the blueprint. You got all the tools and the resources, maybe not even all of it, but the ones that you can acquire. And then other people will automatically start hopping in because they see that you've made progress on your own. They see that you have built something, you have created something, you have done something by yourself that has such an impact that other people want to have that impact as well. They want to get on what you're doing because they know what it has done for you. They know what you've done for other people. And it's just the type of energy that a person gives off by just creating or doing something or developing something by themselves. I believe it just attracts like-minded individuals. I don't know, I don't know. I can't scientifically tell you that that's a fact, but from my experience, Doing something by yourself proves that you're a confident enough person, you're a capable enough person to lead somebody else or lead these other people or come together as a collective and do more, do bigger and better. And the thing, mm -hmm. I've heard this, I watched another video uh, the other day and it says something like this, the real power doesn't come in needing somebody. 
the real power comes from wanting somebody in your life, wanting help. Because if you need people, you want you have to rely on another person or a group of people in order to get something done. That's kind of a diminishing character. You have to build yourself up enough to say, I don't need you on this project. I don't need you in my life, but I want you. I want you. Don't put any negative. I know, I know females, a lot of females put a negative connotation on, oh, you don't need me. You just want me. You should be privileged that somebody wants you. Not just some, just not just a male or the opposite sex or whatever type of deal, but anybody. Because that proves that they can stand on their own. And they don't need anybody else, but they want you. You, out of the 4.8 billion people on this earth, they want you to experience life with. To, They want your help, your expertise, your knowledge. They want your energy. They want something about you involved in their life and what they're doing. I want I wanted mm -hmm. Chad on this podcast. I don't need Chad on the podcast. I don't need to hit up Chad whenever I have an idea or need to bounce something off of him or I'm going through some shit. I don't need to do that. I don't need him for that. But I want him. I want <laughs> no homo, but I want <laughs> Chad a part of the empire that I'm building, the kingdom that I'm building, the brand that I'm building. I want him mm -hmm. a part of that. And I want, to, I want to be a part of whatever he's building, whatever he's doing over there. Because I recognize that by myself, even though I don't need anybody, I can only get so far. I can only build the castle so tall. I can only build the brand so much. But then when another person and another person, all these other people start networking and connecting and come together, like, just like I said on the last time we was on the podcast, there is an unlimited potential of how far a group of people can take one idea. Mm -hmm. And it might take... But one person to connect with another person and bring you over here and and connect you with these resources and these people over here something that you would have never been affiliated with if you wouldn't have met this person it could bring you your connection with another person could literally progress you towards your purpose which is something that would have never happened if you didn't connect with a certain individual or a certain group or a certain company or did a, something that you would have never done under different circumstances. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah, and you, you find your purpose in, in working with other people and bouncing off with them. I, I had a, um, <clears throat> as we were talking, this idea, like, as we're saying, you've, you don't need me on this podcast. You've made, excluding the episodes I've been on, you've made 70 episodes, right? Of this podcast. You don't need me, but you want me on a podcast. But you had to have something that you set up in order for me to help, right? If it's like this, 
if you want to build a boat, you you if you want some like somebody else to help you in something and to go out to sea, all right, and you want them to do this part, this part, you have to start building that boat. Because if you don't build a boat, how are they going to help you? You need to have something solidified that you've established. And then, then other people can jump on board and help out. But if you don't have anything built in that alone time, in that isolation time, how can people, you want everybody to help you. And I'm telling you, there are people out there who want to help you. But if you give them no physical way to help, then they're going to find somebody else who's already established something. You got to build that boat. You got to build that, that idea and make something concrete. And then other people can jump in. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just would have told me, like, hey, I just I want to start a podcast. I want you to help me with help me out with it. I could be I could be as available and as eager to help you as you want. But if you don't have anything concrete in which I can help you, then how I can't help, help you. Yeah, how are you going to help you in the first place? Like, oh, yeah, Chad, I want you on yeah. the podcast. But if I don't have a podcast, how is he going to be on the podcast? Uh-huh. If I don't have nothing for somebody to help with, how are they going to help? They're not. They, they're not going to be able to, man. That's why I was, yeah. telling, I was telling you guys, you have to build a foundation you have to start building the boat and it doesn't have to be complete at all just a little something to showcase like hey i want your help can you help me finish this can you help me build this can you help me do whatever you can't just necessarily come to a person without oh yeah i have an idea and then like, oh, yeah, what's your idea? How are you going to get there? How are you going to build it? That's not typically how people work, which I have been experiencing. And it, it's, there's there's no amount of value I can really put on connecting with other individuals. And I'm so grateful that I've had Chad on the podcast. I'm so grateful that I had uh Aaron Fletcher on the podcast. He's been on for like two, two, three episodes or however long it was. Because they, because I have wanted them on the podcast, they have added an exponentially, they've added exponentially to the podcast. Because Mm -hmm. of my connection with Chad, because of my connection with Aaron, because of the connections that I'm currently building the relationships that I'm currently building with other people that have yet to appear on the podcast or that I have yet to do any type of interpersonal business with, which I would never have the chance to do if me and Chad never reconnected, me and Aaron never reconnected, if I never met these new people that I'm currently building uh, relations with. If I was just still, if I was still just doing this by myself, it wouldn't be as big or I wouldn't have come as far as I have without connecting with these people. Did I need them in the start? No. Episode one through 50 something. Didn't have a single person on the podcast. Me and Chad reconnected. 
a year and a half ago, two two years ago, whenever, however long it was. Oh yeah, hey man, you trying to get on the podcast? Of course, I would love to. Bam, he's on the podcast. Not only was he on the podcast, he's on the podcast for like the fifth, sixth time. And that just proves once you connect with somebody and you uphold that relationship with somebody, you have no idea where it could take you in the future. No idea how much of a beneficial connection that forms. Which is really everything that we've been talking about is you can do it by yourself if you want to, but you might not get to the destination that you're trying to get to by yourself. Because everybody starts out alone. Let me just tell you that everybody starts off by themselves. But I personally believe just because you start out by yourself does not mean that you'll finish by yourself. You might get to the end of your dream, the end of your goal, where at the first, when you were first starting the X amount of time ago, it was just you. And then you finally get there and there's 10, 20 other, other individuals there, people that you've connected with and met along the way, which has progressed you and pushed you further than you even thought you could be, but got you exactly where you wanted to be. What you think about that, Chad? Yeah, the, the, in order to sustain sustain something, other people have you. You have to get help from other people. You know, if I'm gonna go back to that ship example, if if you have an idea for a ship and you want to build, you have to start building it yourself. And at some point, you need to have other people help because you can't build a ship and what us. I don't know what the word is when you get the ship on the water, sail the ship. And you can't do all those parts by yourself. But that first part, you need to start by yourself and say, you decide, okay, I'm going to build a ship. And here's what I'm going to do it. And you need to trust and build connections with other people to say, okay, I'm building a ship. So how are you, are you, you want to help me out? And I'm telling you, once you start something, people are going to want to help you out. They want to join something that is moving forward. And so then you start getting people who help you with the building process, people who help you with the sailing process and all the different parts that come with the boat. And then you finally get to see and then you get to where you're going and you look back and you have all these people who are helped, who have helped in different ways. And it, ha it has to be like that, because if you do it all by yourself, you're going to fizzle out. We as people, we need support. That is a, that is on any entrepreneurial journey, that is something that is so valuable is support. And so if you plan on making it to the end, you need to, you need to trust that there's going to be other people with you and other people are going to push you towards that. There should so, be other people. Because sometimes that might not be the case. You might be making the wrong moves, making the wrong choices, and you're still by yourself. I believe that there should be other individuals, like-minded individuals, positive individuals that are going to help you get to where you're, to where you want to be, and vice versa. You help them. They it, people are not necessarily going to come out of nowhere just to help you. 
there's a lot of setup behind that, behind the scenes, based on how you're introduced, what are their interests. Not, it's not about how they can help you, it's about how you can help them. And you mutually benefit off of that. Chad is, hasn't just been on the podcast to be on the podcast. I believe I've helped Chad out multiple times off screen when we just talk and we just communicate, which I love and I hope is true. But if he, if it was just a one-sided relationship, I'm like, yo, Chad, hop on the podcast and nothing else came out of it. This dynamic wouldn't work to its fullest uh, potential. It wouldn't work. Chad wouldn't be on the podcast about five, six times. But we mutually benefit off of the connection and the relationship that we have built as like-minded individuals and entrepreneurs in the, in the same field of helping other, other people to get here. Mm-hmm. To help Chad do his Why How Can a financial banquet or connection banquet. Don't let me mess that name up, Chad. You got it. You got Why How Can. You got it. Yeah. And not just his banquet, but this podcast get to 77 episodes. Like I tell people about my podcast, like, oh yeah, we all I got 76 episodes out. They're like, what? I'm like, I to me, it's not a big deal because I've been doing it this whole time. But somebody else, somebody else they don't really know who's 23 years old, who ha- doesn't know all the behind the scenes of the stuff that I've been doing, it comes to a surprise because they don't know anybody 23 with my vision and my perspective and my goals doing this. But I wouldn't have been able to get here without the connections that I've made along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And, and as you talk, we've helped each other so much in different areas in the past six months. That's because each of us has our own, you and me both have our own thing that we do. Mm-hmm. So we have something that's concrete. We're still in the beginning stages of it and it's still developing and forming, but we have our own thing. So say if, um, I don't know if if we didn't have, if we each didn't have our own thing, it'd be a very unbalanced relationship. Imbalanced because one person would be giving, the other person would just be receiving and going from there. But since we have our own thing, we're able to balance out the relationship and help each other in our respective fields, and that is that is huge. That is huge. That's what... and it's and it's naturally come as well. Mm-hmm. We've both individually said, okay. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to start a clothing brand. I'm going to start this financial coaching business. And just naturally our relationship built from there. Well, yeah, man. How can I help you? Like you, I don't think either of us has really like asked. I think we've just jumped in to the, the role of, Hey man, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. Or, Hey man, uh, let me holler at you for a quick sec. What do you think of this? And there's never been a forced situation. We've never had to twist each other's arm to get uh, each other's approval or not even approval, but like opinion of a certain situation or anything. 
I've never blackmailed Chad to get on the podcast. He, mm-hmm. we, we have built a, a foundation with a mutual respect towards one another that he, whenever he was in town before the banquet, he gave me a physical invitation to the banquet, which is something that wouldn't have never have happened if, some, if it was all forced, if, if it was just one-sided, if it didn't progress naturally, which I feel like is a very important aspect. You can't just, you can't force somebody to be your friend. You can't force somebody to be a part of your, your journey or your life or your company and business, you can't twist somebody's arm and get the same results as as we do. It has to be mutual and it has to be mutually beneficial. Uh-huh. It has to be real. Because if it's not real, you're not going to get to this level. You're not going to get to the level that you want to get to. Because everything about how you want to get to it is fake. It's not real. There's something you can force into this life. And there's a lot of things that shouldn't be forced. Which is Uh like, I I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like right now I'm at such a state of, and I'm not trying to like, crazy talk or anything but just a state of elevation mentally i see it all i i I see it all i'm very happy and content with everything i've been doing and i feel like i'm in i'm on the right path not that i wasn't on the right path before but like like i like i keep saying about the setup you might not see the stuff that god the creator mother nature whatever you believe in is setting up behind the scenes to get you to where you need to be. Like you could have a, you could walk into a situation like you were saying earlier with a negative mindset, but really you're there for a reason. You're not there just to fuck around. Excuse my language. You're not there to just be there, man. Unless you just make some messed up decisions and all of that. Sometimes I believe this is my personal belief. Sometimes you're there, not just laying in wait, but waiting for the setup, waiting for the next level, waiting for the next level to get ready for you. Even if you might already be ready, other people, places, and things might not be ready for you. That might be the reason why you're in your current situation and you're not happy with your current situation. You might be doing everything you need to do to get somewhere else. But maybe, think about it like this, maybe that place just isn't ready for you yet. Yeah, that, that place is being prepared for. Exactly. Uh-huh. I feel like I was ready for the next level. But I was working on a job I didn't like. And that next level just wasn't ready for me. Those people, places, and things, and the, and the timing was not right but now i get it now i see it now i understand that i had to everything before that was just a stepping stone to get me to where i am now every single person every single type of feeling that i had 
every situation, every bad thing, every mishap, every time I felt like I was stuck, every time I felt like I was going in circles, I was really going straight forward because it was preparing me for where I, for where I am now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I made it to the next level, but this ain't it. Don't get me wrong. Just because I made it to another level does not mean this is the final level. Nah, nah, we ain't nowhere close, man. Nah, man, I don't, I don't know. I can't even put a number to the level I'm at, but I know we, we ain't even at boss level yet. You know what I'm saying? Like we, this, come on now. Just because we we had episode 77 with with special guests here and there, and living situations going good, financial situations going good, we 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 still just getting started. We we might have no said this me. shit six months ago, but we still getting we still just getting started. This ain't nothing. Yeah, I promise you, man. And real quick, switching the topic just a little bit. I was listening to the podcast before, like we was talking about off screen, to the podcast that we did, episode number seventy four. I titled it "Connect and Conquer." While I was listening to it and looking at it, let's make that something. Something bigger. Connect and conquer. Welcome to the Connect and Conquer event. Bring people together. Connect. Bring uh-huh. people together. We we because you can't really dominate. You can't really conquer something without other people behind you. People don't go to war mm-hmm. by themselves. We can't take over 2022 by ourselves. But once we start connecting with other individuals, or we bring those individuals to connect with us, we have no clue where that could lead us. It's over. It's a wrap. We got it. We got it in the bag. No matter how many people... Mm-hmm. This is all just hypothetical, just in my mind. No matter how many people come to the event or whatever we set up, I don't know. This is just off the top of the dome. There is a very, very highly chance that at least one person is has so much value that they can bring to us or we can bring to them that doors will start unlocking. And all we got to do is talk to the right people. Uh-huh. We don't got to do nothing else. We just have to talk to the right people. Like, dumb it down in your mind, Chad. We set all this up. We do whatever we got to do. And then we have a conversation. All we got to do is talk to people. To get to where we're going, to get to where we need to be, to unlock other doors to keys we don't necessarily have at the moment is to have a conversation with another individual or group of individuals just to find out what makes them tick. And then we bring them into our world or we're introduced into something that we've never seen before, which is something that literally got me this job. I never knew this type of positive reinforcement and encouraging environment existed 
until I talk to the right people. Mm -hmm. Connect and conquer. Yeah, and, and when you're intentional about that and you're moving forward in your own life, those people to connect with just come naturally. I'm telling you, they, it, it just happens. When you decide who you're going to be and you start working towards that and you say, hey, I, these people are not just acquaintances or people that I work with. These are people I can actually connect with and you're intentional about that. The right connections are going to come naturally. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. like there, you just there, There's a lot of people that we interact with. Like we was talking about on the last episode on part one. But well, that doesn't necessarily mean every people that every person that we come in contact with, every conversation we have is valuable. That adds something to our life or we add something to them. But if you connect, like Chad was saying, you connect with the right people. You connect with the right person at the right time in the right environment. I'm telling you from experience that happened to me a week ago. You will find keys to unlock doors you never knew existed, that you didn't know you were ready to open. But once you open those doors and you walk through it, the world has, hasn't changed. The world is the world. But you start seeing things differently. You start experiencing things that you would have never experienced. But now, since you're on a different level, the floodgates are open. The doors are open to you. You have access mm -hmm. to people, places, and things that you would have never had access to if you kept doing what you was doing or you didn't associate yourself with a particular group or person. Networking is your worth. Networking is your net worth. The more pe people that you're connected to that mutually bring value to one another, the quicker you'll get to where you're going because you'll have more people backing you and you'll be backing them and they'll have access to stuff that you don't have, you, you wouldn't necessarily have access to. But since you connected with those people, <laughs> since you connected with those people, you've just found your golden ticket. You wouldn't have found that by yourself. You wouldn't have had access to things they have access to by yourself. But you had to lay down the foundation to attract those people over. To attract it, yeah, to attract it. You can search, you can look, but unless you have something that's going to draw their attention, I don't care if it's physical, it could be just your energy and how you carry yourself alone, but if you don't have anything to draw other people in, something real, something that's not fake, something authentic, something genuine, and something that makes you uniquely you. You'll never attract the right people. You might never attract any people. 
you might end up in a situation where you're forcing or having to observe force. I don't know if I said that right, but put forth force and able to get people's help or get people's attention. And the day that you stop being you, the day that you, you can no longer attract people by just being uniquely you, because you are uniquely qualified for that. There ain't nobody else on this planet that is more you than you. The day that you can't do that is the day you lose yourself. You have to stay you. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't try to incorporate how other people do things. Be you. Take the knowledge, take the tools, take the resources, but be you while you're doing it, whatever you're doing. I can't say I'm a fake person. Somebody else might tell you something completely different. But me, this is me. This is Chad. I can't tell you to be like me. Because even if you tried, you won't succeed and you won't be where you want to be. Does that make sense, Chad? Mm -hmm. You have to be mm -hmm. you, man. You, you just, I don't know any other way, any other context to say it. Because uh -huh. if not, yeah, you can make it far, but you make it to the next level, but you didn't do it authentically your way. Now you're at that next level and you're you're uncomfortable because you're like, how did I end up here? Like this wasn't this wasn't me that ended up here. So now I'm at this place. Uh, yeah, I moved forward, but that wasn't me. So now I gotta fake it to make it to the next level. And I gotta fake it to the next level as opposed to doing it just the right way and following, okay, this is who I am. And, and in my own way, I'm gonna make it to the next level. Mm. And then I can keep moving forward to the next, the next level. But if you do it in a, somebody the way somebody else wants to do it, or you do it in a fake way, it's not gonna it's not gonna last. You're gonna lose stamina. You're gonna mm -hmm. lose you're gonna lose track of this person that you've created, as opposed to if you just do it as yourself. You don't you don't gotta put on a front, and you don't gotta waste extra energy trying to prove yourself. Or mm -hmm. remember, okay, I, when I was in this room, I did it like that. And then when I was with this person, I did it like that. You don't gotta remember that. You, no matter what room you're in or what person you're with, you're you. That has to be. Faking it till you make it will put you on the wrong level. Somebody else is supposed to be there. Whatever persona that you're putting on, however you faking it, you've made it to the next level, but it's not the next level that you're supposed to be on. You took somebody's spot. Yeah, you made it. Yeah. You, you made it. But you didn't make it. Whoever you created in your head mm -hmm. and, and publicly displayed, that person made it. Now you're somewhere where you were never supposed to be. You, you on the right elevator, but you went to the wrong floor. And you can't go back yeah. down. You can only go back up. And now you're stuck. Mm -hmm. Because you decided to pretend to be something that you're just absolutely not you're not being yourself which it you're gonna get to the to a destination 
to where, yes, I made it. And then you're going to look around and be like, these people were not who I thought I'd make it with. This is not really how I picture this to look. And that, that'll be because you weren't being you the entire time. Now, if you're being you, you're not fake. You ain't going to fake it till you make it. You're going to find yourself reaching levels and reaching heights that you, only you are uniquely qualified to reach. Let me put it to you like this. This is the elevator, and you're going up. You're going up. And then, oh, let me pretend to be something that I'm not. Let me put on a persona. Let me be fake. Bam, you branched off. This is the fake you. This is the person and the persona that you created. And you just keep going up. You keep going up. And everything around you will eventually start becoming unrecognizable. Because you were never supposed to be put in that position. Mm-mm. You, you've, you've gone up and you've gone up and you've gone up. But there's no foundation that's holding you from there. So now you're just stuck in the air like, okay, I don't know what to do. I can't get my footing. I, I There's nothing to like place myself on because you've built it on something that's false. And that mm-hmm. foundation hasn't followed you. And that foundation comes through hard times and through being you, no matter the circumstances. But, you know, if you, if you go up and the elevator starts going this way, then you're out of the elevator shaft and you're out of that support. And eventually you're going to crash. You're going to fall. You're going to come back down to rock bottom. You're going to need to rebuild it. And you're going to have to, and you're going to realize that, okay, I have to rebuild now because I didn't build in the proper way the first time. But if you would have just done it right the first time, which nobody's perfect, nobody is going to get everything 100% correct. I ain't saying none of that. But if you would have just been you from the jump, your foundation, let, let me tell you this. I don't know if this is real in real life when you're building a house or whatever, but the way I believe it on a personal individual level, if you build your foundation based on you and your beliefs and how strong all of that is, over time, your foundation only gets stronger because your belief in you and what you're doing gets stronger. The more you accomplish, the closer you get to your goals, the clearer your vision gets, the more driven you are, the more ambitious you are, the more content you are with not going back to where you started. But if you build your foundation on sand, if you build your foundation on something that you're not, you don't truly and fully believe in anything that that you're putting out, that you're building. There's going to get, there's going to be a time to where you're going to build that piece of land, that structure to a certain height. And then once challenges come, obstacles come, your foundation crumbles. Uh Uh-huh. It crumbles. It's so true. 
it's those people who who haven't gone through that process and haven't built that foundation. We see a lot of them with this, the way that social media is. And people can, for no really any skill, can blow up and have such a large platform. But if it just happens so quickly and there's no foundation that's built alongside that, they're going to turn out to be frauds because you have, there has to be that foundation that's been built. That foundation is only built through the hard times and the struggle. And if you're just an instant success without any struggle, you're going to come crashing down at some point. You know, and you got to do it. It's going to be slow. It's going to be hard, but you got to do it the right way. And the right way is just sticking through the process, going through the hard times. And then you'll, you'll be authentic. I heard this quote recently, which I, I really love. It's there's two ways to do things. You could do them right or you could do them again. And so what we're saying is the right way to do anything is to be authentically you, understand that there's going to be a tough time and you got to lean into those and understand that that is what molds you and that's what develops you. And you got to, that's the right way. But if you want to do it another way and be a blow up and be an instant famous, whatever celebrity, just like that, and you just want to skip all the, the tough parts, well, then you're going to have to do it again because you're going to come crashing down. You can't maintain it. You can't maintain that. You can't. You're going to come crashing down. Then you're going to have to be back at rock bottom. Be like, okay, this is now I got to rebuild who I am and I got to do it again the real authentic way. And then you have to that solidified. So there's only two ways to do things, right or again. And if you got to do it again, you got to do it again. You, you, I mean, if that's what you really want, you should be perfectly content with doing it the right way, even if it's the second, even if it's the third, fourth, fifth time around. Uh-huh. You didn't go through all the stuff that you had to go through the first time. Okay, cool. But you're going through it now. Be happy that you got a second chance, a third chance, however many chances that you got. Because a lot of people, even if they're being themselves or they're not being authentically them, might just get one chance. And then something happens. Their foundation crumbles. They fall under the pressure. They might never get back up to their feet again. Mm -hmm. So if you do get a second chance or whatever it is, you get to do it again. Be humble. Be grateful. Yeah. A lot of people do not get that opportunity. I would love to get that opportunity. If something happened to me and I had to start all over again, I wouldn't, for me personally right now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be starting from scratch because I would have been through all of this. I would have known what not to do. I would be not necessarily skipping steps, but I would avoid the stuff that I that didn't help me. But since I've been being authentically and uniquely me, I'm still moving forward. Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't have been able to say years ago. 
I wouldn't be able to say that. I'm not saying I was a fake person or anything like that. But if you don't necessarily know yourself, you can't be yourself. Does that make sense? Uh huh. So in hindsight, don't fake it till you make it. Don't be something that's not you. Find out who you are. And how to find out who you are, you might have to cut some people off. I'm be I'm be straight up. As you mature and you age, I mean, I know we only 22, 23. But as you go along with life and you experience stuff, you're going to figure out pretty quickly that that over there is something I don't want to be proud of. Or those people over there, man, I don't I don't feel like kicking it with them no more, man. And eventually you will grow and you will evolve into the person that you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So find out who you are and stick to it. I should I, I want that to be the next next time I'm on, I want to talk about that. The identity piece. The of, identity. Of, you know, finding who you are and being willing to inspect yourself. And and really, yeah, I want to talk about identity next time. But what, uh, you got time, or what, what's your time, man? Yo, what's yeah, up, man? I, yeah. Thanks for watching. Uh, nah, I'm good, man. But yeah, what were you saying, Chad? The time? Um, oh yeah, yeah. I got I got work tonight, so I'm gonna have to get. You trying to wrap it up right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. No problem. But um, yeah, next time, bro, let's get into the identity piece. Identity, identity, identity. I bet, man. I do. I, I I want that idea for it to put together an event though to just simmer in your head, man. I want you. I mean, we ain't got to do nothing anytime soon. Summertime next year. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of people we can help if we connect. Me, you, Seth, whoever else. We got we got people out there in KC. We yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. But part two, man, connection, conquer. This is what that was. Chad Cedarwall on for like the fifth, sixth time. He will be back. You heard it. Guaranteed. He will be back at some point in time for the identity crisis. That might just be the title for the episode next, whenever you want. Identity crisis. But thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for another experience, man. Every time you come on, every time we connect, it's just something that really, we just bounce off each other so fluidly, so naturally. This was not scripted. That we didn't have, we didn't have anything written down at all. We was just going nah, on what we did. I was, kinda, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, Trey, you, you going to send me like a little outline or something for today? No. Nah, this is just, and it worked right though. Now. It worked perfectly though. Uh-huh. Now, there might be times where we might do a little outline. We might have a little question or something, because I know we've done that before in the past. But I feel like the more naturally it just is, like on some Joe Rogan type shit, the more perfectly it's put together, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my name is Trey Starr, host of the One Live Real Talk podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to the live. If you're watching and you're listening to me, this has been a phenomenal episode. This is Chad Cedarwall. We will catch you guys in another episode.
One life, Jim Big and execute. Deuces.